0: And this ain't Monday Night Football. This is the Ring Scoops Podcast. We get with it. Hey, yo, wrestling fans from all around the world and coast to coast. This is the Ring Scoops Podcast. I'm your host, the webmaster, Wade Needham. And I know it's been a couple of weeks. Been having to take care of some stuff. But so far, it seems like everything is a little back to normal and that's always a good thing, ladies and gentlemen. But here we go, the Ring Scoops Podcast. I am recording this on Friday, April 23rd, 2021. The time right now is one twenty two p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, on this episode of the Ring Scoops Podcast, I just kind of want to jump around from news topic to news topic I don't want to waste a whole lot of time. Just kind of just get down into the nitty gritty and give uh, my thoughts on some of these news items. Uh, it's been a very hectic two weeks since the last time we did a podcast. Uh, in the world of professional wrestling, a lot of big things going down. A lot of huge, enormous things going down. Um. Trying to pull up a list here. I should have had this one news item in particular brought up. Uh, While well, you know, okay, there we go. Um, well, let's start off uh, chronologically ordered. Right, a couple weeks ago, or about a week ago, the WWE released some superstars. Um, every year after WrestleMania, WWE does this. Uh, and it's funny because it's just as, as, as much as you could set the, your, your clocks based off of what time of year uh, WWE does their spring cleaning, you can also adjust your clocks and tell what time of day it is. Uh, when the fans put on this you know this act that they're shocked, right? Oh my God, I can't believe they released people. And then of course you know the other 364 days of the year, they're constantly saying, "Oh, well, the talent doesn't want to be there; just release them." And then talent gets released, and then they're like, oh, "How dare you fire people?" Um, you can just never make fans happy. Um, I'm not not saying that I'm always happy. There's things that you know annoy me too, but I don't go overboard like I, you know, like a lot of these other people. Fifteen years ago, I probably would have, but you know, I've, you know what? I've grown up. Wrestling is just some other TV show now to me. Not to say that it's still not one of my passions. It is. It's just you get older and things are different. And, and you you have a perspective on what's important in life. And, you know, I get it. You know, it sucks and, you know, you lose your job. It sucks that these 10 superstars have lost their jobs. Uh, I feel for them. Um, in their lives and from their perspectives, it's the most important thing that happened, but to people like me, people like you and other fans all around the world, let's be honest guys, this it's not, and it shouldn't be that freaking important that we're going to lose sleep over this, that we're going to, you know, Oh my God, oh my mental health is messed up because my favorite wrestler is no longer on television. I'm not making fun of mental health. I get mental health is is a serious thing. But to me, it, it, one of my favorite wrestlers gets fired. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. It sucks. I'm going to miss seeing them on TV. But I know for a fact that they're going to be good enough. They're going to get whatever job they want. Samoa Joe got released, right? I'm I'm upset over that. Did I lose sleep? No. Did I throw a riot? No. Should I throw a hissy fit? No. Uh, am I mentally distraught? Because <clears throat> Samoa Joe is no longer employed by the WWE. No. <clears throat> it just sucks. You know, he's not going to be there. I'm going to miss him on commentary. I'm going to miss seeing him in a WWE ring. Uh, I think his short time there, well, he was there, what, five, six years? I think he accomplished quite a bit in that short period of time. He had a really good, solid run at NXT. Uh when he got brought up to the main roster, he had bits and pieces of really good stuff. Um the little interactions that we saw with Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar back in 2017 was beautiful stuff. Um and he delivered top notch commentary in this last year. Um his program with AJ Styles was really good too. Um you can't say that you know that they completely messed up on Samoa Joe. It, releasing him, was that a smart idea? I don't think so. But you know what shit happens, okay? Samoa Joe is talented enough, has enough resources, has enough contacts, has enough talent. He's gonna land on his feet. I'm not worried about the guy. This guy knows what he's doing, okay? I'm more worried about people like like A mojo Raleigh or a Wesley Blake that were also released. okay? look at these other names that were released Kalisto. he's gonna land on his feet, Tucker. I don't know he Tucker's already talked about saying he can't wait to tell his story. I think Bo Dallas is gonna be fine. I think Peyton Royce and Billy Kaye are gonna be fine. Mickey James is definitely gonna be fine. Mickey James is up there with Samoa Joe all right Mickey James and Samoa Joe out of the people that were released are they're gonna be fine um Chelsea Green. You know, she she got riddled with a bunch of injuries. That's unfortunate. It has nothing to do with her abilities or anything like that. Uh, she's a solid performer, and uh, I think she's going to land on her feet very, very soon too. Uh, and she's young enough in this business that uh, she still has a lot of years ahead of her. So you know, there's going to be uh, there's going to be a lot of opportunities for somebody like her. Uh, but yeah, those are the people that were released last week: Samoa Joe, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Mickey James, Chelsea Green, Tucker, Kalisto, Bo Dallas, Mojo, Raleigh, and Wesley Blake. Uh, like I said, I'm not gonna lose sleep over this. Like a lot of people are, you know, claiming over on uh, on Twitter land and other social media outlets. It's just ridiculous that people get so dramatic over that crap. Uh, and speaking of Mickey James, who was released last week, uh, she took to social media l- last night and, uh, Mickey James revealed that the company had returned her items, her belongings, uh, to her via FedEx in a garbage bag. Uh, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of comments about that, um, Maria Canellis came out and tweeted saying um, that the same thing happened to her last year. Uh, and then some other people came forward and said the same thing happened to them as well. Nick Aldis, the uh, the husband of Mickey James, he tweeted out saying that he got home from the gym saying there's a second FedEx box on the doorstep. And he was asking, you know, well, what did I do? <laughs> Um, I don't know if it's, if that's, you know, just a joke or if he really had another box from FedEx on there, but you know, it's, uh, it was a big, uh, big topic last night on social media that led to, um, responses from Triple H, Stephanie McMahon and John Laurinaitis, um, pretty much paraphrasing all three of them saying that they are, uh, they're embarrassed what happened. Uh, they apologized to Mickey James. And that uh, they all stated that the person responsible for the inconsiderate action has been let go from the WWE and is no longer with the company. So whether it's what a lot of people are like, oh, it's just a PR response. Whether it's a PR response or not, they addressed the issue. You know damn well if nobody would have said anything, they would have complained about that too. It goes back to my original thing. You just can't make people happy. If all of the talent's not happy, you should just let them go. So they let people go. Oh my God, I can't believe you fired people, right? So this happens to Mickey James. They, They put out a statement. They say that they are embarrassed. They apologize for it. And they say that whoever was responsible has been let go. People bitched about that. If there was nothing, people would have bitched about that too. You know damn well people would have bitched about that. I guess there was a trend last night. Hashtag Mickey James deserved better. Perhaps. Um, I know one of my uh, one of my friends on Twitter, Minty Retro Games. Uh, he had uh, made a, a tweet and he had took it down, but paraphrasing what he had said was, you know, pretty much, if he was at a job. And, you know, he was let go and he had belongings there. Um, it would be his responsibility to go pick him up. Um, and that the, usually a, a, an employer wouldn't pack up the stuff and, and send it back to you. Whether it was in a trash bag or not, it doesn't matter. The fact that they took the stuff and they packed it back and, and sent it. Um, and I, I see where he's coming from on that. And I, I, I lean towards, you know, majorly agreeing with him on that too, you know. There's a lot of places if you work at places, you know, like it would be your responsibility to go in and get stuff. Um, You know, my dad did uh, CNC machine work for so many, so many years. And at one of his uh, places of employment, you know, when he was uh, when he departed from the job, it was his responsibility to go to the shop and get his his workbench, you know, his his uh, his toolbox and, and all that stuff. Right. If he didn't go and get it, you know, I don't know what the company would have done with it. They probably would have just either thrown it away or give it away or uh, who knows. But it wasn't their responsibility, it was his. And he went and he 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 went and he got his stuff. He got his equipment. Um I'm not trying to downplay what happened. Putting stuff in a trash bag and sending it back to somebody like that. It's horrible. It really is. That was a scumbag thing to do. There's no denying that. It was a scumbag thing to do. Okay? Um, but WWE swiftly responded to it and apparently have taken action about what happened. I don't know what else you want from the company, after that, it didn't take a day or two. It was then within the same night that this went down that you had a McMahon respond to this. You had the person running talent relations respond to this you had triple h respond to this. Mark Carano's gone. A lot of people backstage are gone behind the scenes uh corporate people are gone as well it's not just people on the roster there's a shakeup in the entire WWE right now usually spring cleaning is just the talent but this year there's a huge shakeup going on in corporate as well sure last year there was a little bit of a shakeup too not as bad and not as big as the one's going on right now especially in the talent relations. I read this article here on PW Insider from Mike Johnson. Talked about some of the WWE departures that they reported on last night. Brian Flynn, who held the post of Chief Marketing and Communications Officer for the WWE, had been with the company for over nine years after coming over from the NBA, has departed from the company. Uh, mead rust Vice president communications no longer with the company he was there for two plus years uh, after he came over from a and e networks where he had a sixteen run sixteen year run there uh Joe via the manager of uh publicity and corporate communications they're also gone with the company twenty two years initially from the fan services department right before being moved to live events management um on the talent relations end, they've had quite a few days, as, as far as Mike Johnson has said. Um, Nicole Zioli, who was the director of talent relations, departed from the company. Uh, she'd been with the company 11 years. Um, John Cohn, who worked in talent relations department as senior manager. Uh, he was taken away from that role, but apparently has been given the role back referee Rudy Charles gone from the talent relations department as well uh, with the release of uh, Mark Carano right uh, Mark Carano and and John Laurinaitis are pretty much the only remnants of the uh, of the department up until last night when the Mickey James garbage bag incident happened right Mark Carano's gone um so this is pretty much John Laurinaitis now is going to be building a brand new talent relations team. Uh, unless, of course, that department just ends up being, you know, turned into something else. A lot of these internal changes are are that of Nick Kahn, according to PWInsider.com, right? Um, he's in the middle of bringing uh, his own vision into the company. Mike Johnson had, had reported that... Um, Nick Khan has been given a great power and leeway by Vince McMahon himself personally to move WWE forward into the future and to prepare the company towards, you know, a more mainstream property, right? Entertainment property. So there's a reason why like Nick Khan's bringing in a lot of his old, you know, former associates and whatnot from his talent agency, because, um, it's, it's it's um, trusted people, right? Trusted staff that he knows that can carry out his vision and speak to Hollywood to help grow the WWE with revenue, with partnerships, uh, pursue other business avenues and whatnot. Um, it's a huge internal restructuring going on right now in the WWE. It's a different company than... And we've seen, um, I'm surprised that Vincent Mann has given Nick Kahn so much, you know, carte blanche. Right. Um, I guess that's one reason why we're seeing a lot of like people with sports backgrounds being hired. Um, Adnan Verk was hired. Uh, today they announced that Megan Morant has been hired. um, which is uh gonna be interesting. I guess she's gonna she's gonna start tonight on SmackDown. Um she was with the Patriots. She uh worked at a variety of broadcasting roles, host of the uh you know, the sports talk show on Patriots.com. dot com. Uh she covered uh the you know, the team during the Super Bowl and whatnot, right? Appeared on CBS Sports Network pregame shows. Uh, so she's got a, a, a very solid background in sports and, and broadcasting, and sports broadcasting, right? So it's Nick Khan is probably the second most powerful guy in the WWE right now. Um, as my assumption there, based off of how much power Vince McMahon has given him. And uh, everything we've seen since WrestleMania go down in the company. Nick Khan last year reportedly made, um, they're paying him $12 million. That's more than any McMahon family member made in 2020. He's being entrusted to be the guy right now, right? Um, He helped them score the biggest TV rights deal in company history, too. So, there you go. Um, I yeah, that's that. That's all I got for like WWE talk and whatnot. We got some non WWE stuff. Well, I mean, kind of rolling away. This would be a good segue because it's half WWE, half not. But former WWE talent Peyton Royce, who previously mentioned that she had been released. She has officially applied for the trademark for the name Cassie Lee for goods and services with hats, shirts, socks, bandanas, sweatshirts, hooded sweatshirts, uh entertainment in the nature of wrestling contests. So there you go. She's all already updated all of her social media accounts to reflect the change, of course, with the name Cassie Lee. It's the name that she used before she got into the WWE, before she was, you know, known as, as Peyton Royce. So very swift business moves, very smart business moves here by Cassie Lee. Um, Trademarks, very important, very important. Um, I have a a pending application right now with a trademark. Um, As a matter of fact, uh, 23 days ago, I should have been already out of the publication stage and nobody opposed it. At least I was never notified if anybody was. Uh, I should be pretty clear. I should be coming out of this pretty pretty good in the next 30 to 45 days. I should be getting my certificate of registration with the Trademark and Patent Office. Uh, trademarks are very lucrative. They're very smart. They protect you. Look at Christian Cage. I think what CM Punk has the trademark for CM Punk, if I'm not mistaken. Matter of fact, let me look that up right now. Let's see who, who owns... The trademark for the name CM Punk. Because he used that name in the UFC, right? Let's see. uh, Well, WWE abandoned the uh, trademark. When was it abandoned? It says that they they did have published for Opposition in 2013 um okay so yeah i think the most recent one the most updated one right now is a uh, status seven hundred registered cm punk trademark to phil brooks yeah philip jack brooks it was uh first use anywhere date nineteen ninety nine uh, it was twenty fifteen that the uh, class status date was given it says that he is the original applicant and also the uh, owner at publication. I know this is not this isn't really entertaining, right? To go through all this stuff, it's just to me it is. Um, because you know when I when I first got into uh, after graduating high school and whatnot, got into college uh, business administration was was my major and then I switched it to multimedia and eventually to communications. So I do have an education in uh in business administration. I mean I have a hit I have uh a background in it as well last you know twenty two years. Uh building up different brands online and whatnot. Anyway, moving on. Uh Impact Wrestling will present the twenty twenty one Rebellion pay per view this Sunday from Nashville, Tennessee. Here's the lineup for this Sunday's pay per view Rebellion 2021. Got a last man standing match Sammy Callahan versus Trey Miguel. We got Matt Cardona versus Brian Myers. That should be a good match. I'm hoping Chelsea Green goes back to Impact and her and uh, Matt Cardona get paired up and they do some stuff together. I I think that would be great. Uh, another match here we got Violent by Design versus James Storm, and Chris Sabin, Willie Back and Eddie Edwards. Uh, Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champions Finn Juice versus The Good Brothers. Impact Wrestling Knockouts Tag Team Champions Fire and Flavor versus Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellerine. Wow, Rachel Ellerine. Okay. I haven't watched Impact in a while, a couple weeks. So I'm out of the loop on a lot of stuff going on. I should catch up on it because I, I, I wouldn't mind watching this pay-per-view. Um, we've got the uh, Knockouts champion, Deanna Purrazzo, taking on Neil Dashwood. That should be a good match. The X-Division champion, Ace Austin versus Josh Alexander versus TJP. And uh, the AEW champion, Kenny Omega versus the Impact Wrestling and TNA champion, Rich Swan Title for title it would be very interesting to see what happens with that wait impact and TNA champion so if Kenny Omega wins does he get both of those belts the impact and the TNA like are, is Rich Swann putting up two different titles two for one three titles on the line huh I don't know but uh speaking of like you know pay-per-views and returns and all this good stuff. Uh, The NWA put out a press release here. The National Wrestling Alliance proud to announce a second live and worldwide television event, When Our Shadows Fall. Presented exclusively on Fight, When Our Shadows Fall will feature NWA stars such as the World Heavyweight Champion Nick Aldis, National Champion Chris Adonis, plus Women's Champion and AEW star Serena Deeb. Also appearing will be NWA Tag Team Champions Aaron Stevens and Kratos, the TV Champion Pope, Camille, Trevor Murdoch, Tyrus, and his manager Austin Idol, Thunder Rosa, Tom uh, Latimer, uh, Tim Storm, Taryn Terrell, wow, okay, Melina, all scheduled and ready for in-ring action. Uh, It will be taking place live on pay-per-view June 6th, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, exclusively on Fight. Go to fight.tv for more info. And what's the NWA website? I think it's... I don't know, it doesn't say here. It just says go to fight.tv. That's F-I-T-E, fight, fight fight.tv. MLW, Major League Wrestling. uh, They recently announced that they got a TV deal starting up in the springtime. Um... I believe it's springtime that's going to be, uh, on vice TV, the same, uh, network that does the dark side of the ring series, which season three of that should be starting up in May. But MLW major league wrestling is going to be, uh, premiering on vice pretty soon. It's going to be a TV taping. Um, when are they, when are they doing a TV taping? This, this event here that I'm talking about where they're going to be, uh, Full details on MLW's July return to Philadelphia. This is going to be a TV taping. It says the Major League Wrestling announced today its COVID protocols for its return to the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia on Saturday, July 10th. The event will be at MLW TV taping. Limited tickets available at MLW2300.com the health and well-being of fans, athletes, staff and crew are the most the utmost importance to MLW in the 2300 arena. Um they uh, they're going to be following the city and state guidelines and the latest capacity requirements and safety standards. They've replaced the arena has replaced all of its filters in the air system to HEPA grade. Uh, also added UV lights inside their uh, HVAC systems. Hand sanitizing stations will be available for patrons throughout the arena. All seating will be socially distanced for safety, allowing fans to sit with their party, but following CDC recommendations regarding other attendees and spacing. There will be a COVID compliance officer on site for the 2300 arena, as well as additional COVID compliance officer from Major League Wrestling to ensure all protocols are maintained. Attendees, staff, crew, and athletes will be temperature checked Upon entrance, and must wear a mask while inside the venue. Pennsylvania's new guidelines as of April 4th, 2021, allow 25% maximum capacity limits for indoor events. The indoor capacity is is expected to rise to 35% after April 30th. So, there you go. MLW2300.com tickets, limited tickets starting at $15. Tickets will also be available the day of the show at the box office, unless the event sells uh, sells out in advance. So there you go, MLW making some big moves right there. I like that. I like that. Um, I got a lot of respect for Court Bauer and uh, MLW and Major League Wrestling. Uh, great promotion. All the success that Court and MLW have, have been having. Well deserved. That is a top notch company right there. I'll tell you this. Uh, if I was if I was going at it full time, if I was gonna give it the old good college try again, right, full time, uh doing, you know, work in the wrestling business, doing play by play commentary or or anything else with production or anything, um, you know, obviously like a lot of people would say, you know, WWE or AEW would be like the the goal, right? The the big one. Um when I was younger, WWE was a goal of mine. Uh, I know for a fact I would not work out in that work environment. Uh, I I don't think I would work out in the AEW work environment either. Um, but I would love to do something with Major League Wrestling. I would love to do something with Impact Wrestling. Um, those are the two companies right there. Like if I were to set like a goal of mine and be like, all right, look, in the next five years, I want to be here. The MLW and Impact Wrestling would probably be it right there. If I can, if I can do something, even if I worked one show for either of those companies, goal accomplished, I would be good. I'd be happy with myself. It'd be fantastic. All right, uh, I got one more piece of news here to talk about. This is this is a sad one. This is a sad note. I hate to end the show on a sad note, but. That's a very serious one here. Um, WGN TV in Chicago reported today that former WCW United States champion and NFL legend Steve Mongo McMichael has been diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. McMichael was uh, first diagnosed in January and announced that he will no longer be making public appearances. Um, WGN's report noted that McMichael, he has lost the use of his hands and is now using a wheelchair to get around. Um, he's only been given, you know, several years to live with the debilitating neurodegenerative disease for which there's no cure. McMichael played in the NFL from 1980 through 1994 with the New England Patriots, the Chicago Bears, the Green Bay Packers. He is heavily credited for the Bears' Super Bowl win in January of 1986. After retiring, he appeared at WrestleMania 11 as one of Lawrence Taylor's all-star players when Taylor faced Bam Bam Bigelow. And then McMichael debuted for WCW in the fall of 1995 as a member of the WCW Monday Nitro broadcast team alongside Tony Schiavone and Eric Bischoff. Using his NFL past as a bridge, McMichael stepped into the ring, teaming with Kevin Green against Ric Flair and Arn Anderson. Shockingly turned on Green and joined the reconstituted four horsemen. So, yeah. um, I know myself and yeah, a lot of fans, we, you know, we've, we've, We've joked about, you know, Steve Mongo McMichael's run in WCW. Some of the botches, you know, v- very well-documented Cornet, you know, critiquing his work, you know, especially with the term happy feet, all that stuff, right? But that's, it's all fun and games. Um, I wish the best to Steve Mongo McMichael. Um, it's very sad news, man. Diagnosed with ALS. Um, godspeed man truly my heart goes out to you Steve McMichael um, I just I'm kind of I'm speechless about that I really am it's 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 like when Mike Adamley came out you know with um, he had CTE Um, I think it was CTE right CTE, it was Alzheimer's, or it was one of them. I don't want to end the broadcast on that note. I have to look it up. Dementia. Mike Adamley had when he announced he had dementia. I think it was in, what twenty seventeen, right? Seventy one years old. Um, but yeah, Steve Monke Michael, man, that's that's tough it really is that's tough that's tough alright uh, ladies and gentlemen that's going to wrap it up for the Ring Scoops podcast for this episode here I want to thank everybody out there for tuning in really appreciate it um, keep on checking out Ringscoops.com for more updates um, follow Ringscoops uh, across social media Facebook, Twitter Instagram, YouTube Twitch, TikTok all of them, uh, all the major ones. Uh, at Ring Scoops, uh, Twitch TV slash Ring Scoops live streams. I was I was gonna, originally going to do this as a live stream on Twitch today, and decided I'm just going to do it as a podcast. Not quite ready to turn the cam on and do live video streams just yet. Uh, still battling some some health stuff myself. Uh, feeling better this week than I have been uh so far everything is somewhat on a uptick swing and um you know hoping to continue that way but uh yeah man that's yeah that's it right there i want to thank everybody out there again you know for tuning in i really appreciate it uh until next time ladies and gentlemen i'm the webmaster way Needham, saying thank you good night and be cool